Okay. So, um, welcome to my frequency. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to tell a story today, a very simple story. Um, I have a cup of rainbow tea. And it's basically a story about how rap has helped me learn English. Uh, so, um, and somewhere in the story it also talks about how rap has helped me stop stuttering because yeah, I used to stutter quite a lot uh, when I was young but yeah at some point in life I started rapping and uh, that helped reduce the stuttering so basically um Mm, I went. Uh, I grew up in Mamelodi, and I went to uh, the schools in the area. So the first school I went to was the Nelmapias uh, Primary School, and I went to that school up until like grade five. And then in grade five, I was in Vuguzenzele Primary School until grade seven. So yeah, Nelmapias Primary School uh, languages I learned were English and Afrikaans, I think. Uh, if I can remember correctly, and this, that's the same, that was the same thing for um, Vuguzenzel. But yeah, I can't speak Afrikaans to save my life today because that, uh, I didn't do that in high school. I switched over to Tsipedi. Now, the thing is, um, only had access, like true access to a library in primary school, uh, in my first primary school. And yeah, the second primary school I went to, it was a new school and the library wasn't fully set up yet. Like we didn't have access to the books or they didn't hire someone to administrate the library for all the kids. So we never went into uh, that library unless it was a special occasion or whatever was happening. So. I went to, um, when I was uh, back, back in Pierce Primary School, that's the last time I actually had a library card that I used to get books. So um, it was one of those mobile libraries where a bus would stop in front of a school or park in the school and you would get in at one end of the car or of the bus and see a book that you'd like and pick that book up and when you make your way to the other side or the other end of the bus that would be you actually checking out the book and then next week the bus would come again and you would have to uh, trade back the book that you took uh, to be able to get another book or whatever. I think the maximum was two books depending on your grade and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I took a few books out. Uh, one book that I remember reading was Bolt, I think, uh, about a dog, a snow husky that got lost somewhere. Didn't finish it in, in the week because, yeah, uh, um, wasn't a quick reader as well. So then went to Vuzenzele, stopped reading uh, because we didn't have access to a library. And yeah, in my high school was Patting Secondary School. And yeah, we had a library, but... It was also one of those things where no one actually used it. I don't know if it was also one of those cases where it was it had no one to administer the library or the kids just uh, didn't use it. So 
I was in the library a few times, but none of the times I was in the library were to get books or to read the books that were in the library. And even the times that I was in the library, I found it weird because it was quite thin. The collection of books was quite thin. And then I was like, mm, okay, cool. So, yeah, all this time, um, learning English uh, basically uh, became a um, personal activity. Uh, it was something I, I, I had to do for myself. And truly speaking, my English didn't improve much until like grade 10. Uh, and what happened was basically I started listening to a lot of rap. Uh, I listened to a lot of rap because my brother was a rapper at the time and I would listen to cats like uh, Common, Nas, who else? Um, or Kanye West basically. Uh, in my youth Kanye was uh, basically my favorite rapper and yeah, uh, Proverb, Dumi, Zubs, I'd listen to all these cats and uh, the uh, what started happening for me in grade ten that was different uh, all all in all the time I was listening to rap I used to just listen to rap because it sounded good and then I was like okay there's something that these people are actually saying uh, and they are saying it in specific ways and now I start listening to the music and to the lyrics and unpacking what these dudes are saying, the metaphors, uh, the similes and the double entendres, triple entendres sometimes and I started realizing as the years progress that I am picking up more and more content uh, as I start to break down what what is being said. I remember uh, one of the songs that I played quite a lot was Commons the People and it was actually an alarm for me at some point and yeah so when I listened to this I would always pick up new and new lines and connect the dot more and even to the point where I was like shit he said this because he started the verse with this word and yeah I think there was at some point in the um, a song where he was like now I'm on the rise ah I, I forgot the flow but yeah if you look for the lyrics to the song, you, you check the line, now I'm on the rise doing music with my guys, the visions realized, music affecting lives, a gift from the skies to be recognized, I'm keeping my eyes on the people, that's the prize. So yeah, I found uh, that construction of words very very interesting huh? and uh, obviously uh, the rhymes were in, uh, nice to catch and there was a lot of other things that he he said in the song where you were like oh okay I can connect the dots and that actually helped me personally learn quite a lot about English and yeah I did I made it a point when I got to university that I actually read more, uh, read more lit literature because then I was hmm, all these kids went to all these different schools that were probably better resourced than the schools I went to were, and they have read quite a lot and 
well, I didn't know at the time, like, uh, how beneficial that was for them uh, being so well read and how that affected uh, their uh, mental capacity and how they break down problems and um, read stuff from. So I just uh, made a conscious decision that I was going to read more in varsity and get books. And yeah, we had a library. We made use of the library, got book recommendations. Uh, this one time also, oh yeah, uh, favorite books I read in varsity was Nervous Conditions. And um, that book basically... Uh, I could relate to it, not necessarily uh, to the main character and all the challenges that the main character was going through because it's very female character based and the challenges are what the female character had to go through. But um, the mental state that the character was in, the nervous conditions of am I actually good enough for this thing and at the time the character was um overachiever in all regards they were still in this un nervous condition of am i actually good enough to do this because or am i just fortunate to have just been given the opportunity so a little imposter syndrome there and there was in varsity um, most of the kids that I went to school with were not uh, at the same university at the, at the time. And then I was like, mm, okay, um, let me read this book, enjoyed it, uh, returned it to the library, uh, asked for a book recommendation from the librarian, and she recommended uh, The Kite Runner. And, yo, uh, I cried when reading The Kite Runner. Uh, I was already crying by chapter four. Um, I was like, how the fuck? Why, why am I already crying on chapter four when I'm not even quarter through the book? What the fuck is going to happen through the rest of the book? And yeah, I just enjoyed that book quite a lot. And it just put me in the world and... I could feel the pain and I described everything that was happening so well. And yeah, the other thing I noticed while in varsity was that basically my journey with books was in reverse. Um, because uh, first year, um, I had the realization that most kids are, have read more than me because yeah, uh, of their upbringing. And what ended up happening when I left Varsity was that actually most kids who read a lot in their youth stopped reading when they got to Varsity. I don't know if it was because no one was nagging them to read or if they had better things to do with their time. So my journey went in reverse and yeah, when I started working, I kept reading and so what then also happened is my choice, choice in books kind of switched up um, when I also started reading or through audiobooks basically because of the commute to work and 
I would read books on concepts I didn't understand just to understand them better. And yeah, novels, I prefer reading a novel in actual book form or physical form because narrators, not all narrators are good for a novel and a novel sometimes introduces you to different characters and just having the freedom to switch up in your head for each character helps in a novel and a narrator might not do that well so yeah but yeah that's my journey with this English thing and basically part of the reason I talk how I talk I probably talk with an American accent and a lot of people have said I talk with a French accent and that is because I can't say and yeah so yeah I should actually learn how to speak a few French words next time someone says can you speak French? I should say merci, merci, or some shit like that. So yeah, rap actually was the reason why uh, I learned a lot of English and mainly because of the type of rap I listened to, conscious rap, and they said a lot. And rap also helped get me to stop stuttering because I used to stutter a lot as a kid. And... FYI, just in case you didn't know, you can't stutter while you're rapping because you're going to miss the beat, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, basically I would rap and then, yeah, at some point in time, I stopped stuttering and, yeah, rap helped with that. So, had I rapped more, it would probably be somewhere else, uh, probably be in the game now, hustling and yeah but yeah this is just a short talk and i'm gonna be doing more of these stories and talks a little more especially with regards to our education system and i basically lost faith in our education system um while in varsity i wrote a few articles uh in my first or second year i wrote one article and that had to do with the fact that when I started to um, when I started school, there was like forty like from primary school that is there was like forty five other kids other black kids in the classroom, right? And then all of a sudden I'm uh, doing computer science at the University of Pretoria, and. I can count the number of black kids in the room uh, with, oh, using my own hands and there's a very limited set of uh, black kids and how come uh, that number didn't translate in, in, into the university and matter of fact um, I think the article also didn't just talk about the varsity but it talked about the stat of the number of kids that start um, school and if you track them to metric, uh, you get like a majority of them drop off over the years. They don't even make it uh, or they don't even matriculate, right? And that is quite a huge percentage. Uh, I, I just forgot the actual stat, but that article basically was when I started losing faith in our education system because you also be getting told that Kenasikolo or 
education is the key and all this jazz that's actually a lie and so I just use my time um, differently and then I was like okay what other alternatives are there and that's what I chose to study so um, now with the, these talks I think I want to talk more about that uh, how I've lost faith in the education system and how it should be better because ultimately it focuses more on the top achievers. Like uh, uh, as it is today, um, if you are a top achiever, you won't have problems in, in this country. You might have problems if you're in Lim Limpopo because they probably won't deliver the test books on time. It, that has happened, um, but there's better opportunities for the top achievers as compared to the average student. And today I was doing the dishes and I thought about this and I was a top achiever since high school. And one other thing that I used to do, they used to bake at home, so I would sell um, muffins at school or cookies at school. And during my matric year, I think, we had to go to this other school in Atridgeville for school holiday lessons as matriculants. And so they took all the kids, all the matriculant kids, from technical high schools in Mamelodi uh, and put them on a bus and uh, drove them to Atridgeville for these lessons. Right? So I actually got onto the bus with a 20 liter bucket full of muffins, uh, banana muffins and stuff. And I would sell them during the trip to the uh, lessons. And on the way there, uh, I'd uh, sell them all. And yeah, that, that was good, it made good money. And you know, then spend the rest of the day doing the classes, so on and so forth. And yeah, that, that was just for a week, but made good money. I think some other day I went with two buckets and sold everything. So that was great. And one thing though that stood out as I was thinking about in, in retrospect is when I left high school, there were other kids who went to the same high school who lived in my neighborhood huh? so they wanted to sell the muffins at my high school because it's only logical right and um, as all track dealers would tell you if a supplier goes out someone has to take it their place right but then what happened is the kids that came after me in high school got into trouble for selling the muffins during school hours right and he, they have to stop they actually called the meeting and were like yo you can't be doing this blah 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 and now that i think about it in retrospect i realized that i was given the leeway because well i wasn't having uh, academic problems uh, i i I was doing well in all my classes and technically didn't even need extra classes. We just went because it was mandatory. And yeah, and yeah, I even remember this one time, our math teacher in matric gave us a lot of homework. Um, 
yeah, I was just lucky. I could see something being done once or twice and I'd, I'd be able to figure it out when I have to do it myself. So everyone in the class pretty much didn't do the homework. And my teacher is now nagging everyone, like, yo, blah, 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 you should be doing homework. And he's uh, handing out punishments. And, and now all the kids are like, but sir, even Hotata hasn't done the homework. And he's like, yes, but technically he knows how this shit is done. So um, even if I, I give him a new problem, he will be able to do it because he already understands the concept. And I've got away with not doing homework on that on, on that day. And now I realize that, okay, cool. I knew shit, so I could get away with a lot of shit. And I got access to a lot of other stuff as well because my varsity time um, was funded by the government and then I got a bursary a year later. And... I could also sell muffins during school hours and make some extra cash on the side. Now, take me out of the picture and put the average student there. Now, now this dude is trying to make some extra money on the side by selling muffins. Okay. And they get told that they cannot do that during school hours or on the school premises. So we see now that we don't even know what type of circumstances uh, this child is in and like whatever reason they need the money for is a legitimate reason right and we don't even know whether or not not having enough money eh, is contributing to them doing poorly at school or whatever and we are not allowing them to uh, do that to provide for themselves or provide for them for their families like yeah in south africa we do have childhood led uh, child-led households and we have schools that do not allow such activities you know uh, a child is not allowed to hustle uh, during school hours, no matter if the hustle is not intrusive to the school activities, you know. So, yeah, for me, it's one of those things where um, I feel like our ed education system needs to change quite a lot. Uh, and I even believe that if someone wants to drop out, they should just drop out and hustle. Uh, figure something out for yourself. Uh, whatever it is that you decide to do is probably better than what the school system is taking you through. But let me not d go too much into that because this is actually just a video about how rap... Man, this is just an audio uh, recording of how rap helped me learn English. And yeah, just uh, had to give a little background on how I lost faith in the education system. So yeah, cool. If you have anything else to say, leave some comments and I'll see if I respond in the next one. Thank you for listening.